Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women, a podcast that provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. Hi, kings and queens. Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I'm Shanira. And I'm Jenny Lee. And today we have an amazing guest speaker by the name of Kalina. She's going to come on today and, you know, just take us into her journey in regards to um, becoming deaf at a young age. Uh, She's actually a graduate uh, with a psychology degree, and she's now actually started her online coaching business for the love of helping people with personal growth and educating others in regards to the deaf community. Uh, So thank you so much for Kalina for coming on to Uncommon Women. Uh, Before we get into your testimony, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? First thing, thank you, Uncommon Women, for having me today. I'm super excited to be here. And um, I'm going to make it shortly. So I'm an international speaker. I'm an author, upcoming author. Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mental health coach. So let's break it down, you know. Congratulations in regards to being an upcoming speaker. I know that's definitely going to be a great accomplishment once you're finished. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. (laughs) So let's get into um, your typical day. How how is it? um, Well, let's get into your testimony. So do you remember way back at the age of four of the um, conversation you had with your parents or how did everything go when they told you that, you know, you had uh, this disability going on? Um, so I remember like it was yesterday. So at the age of four, um, I had an infection. My family, um, so my family doctor prescribed me an airdrop. So with the airdrop, I bought it through the daycare. My mom told them what to do. When to put it in my ears. Unfortunately, they didn't follow the instructions. That same day, I went home and I became deaf. And yes, it's really weird. People said, how to, so basically my ear drop in, in prescription is very strong apparently. And um, they didn't follow the question at all. Like I think they put it in the wrong timing. They put too much in both ears. Yeah. And so that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so like, it's crazy. And I went home and I was in front of the TV with super loud. I didn't know it was loud. My mom literally tapped me on my shoulder. When I tell you guys I jump, I literally jump. And my mom said, whoa, I called you. And then I, just, I looked at my mom, like, I can't hear you. Like, what are you talking about? And then my mom said something else, and I couldn't hear that word. I don't know what she said. And then she's like, hello. And then um, so um, she called my grandma. So my grandma was the nurse at the time. And um, so my grandma tried to talk to me on the phone. I know my grandma's voice very, very, very well. And um, I couldn't hear my grandma on the phone. 
and my grandma rushed home from the hospital panicking like what's going on and so my grandma did some texting from the hospital and then I looked at my grandma confused I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and then my grandma just like I'm gonna get like she said something but it could be her lips but she was saying and then but I didn't realize that was actually death and then so my grandma called my family doctor panicking saying we need to come tomorrow ASAP so we went there to my family doctor and they said it's too late. There's nothing you can do but clean it. Wow. What emotions was your mom going through at the time of, you know, trying to prescribe some medication for an ear infection and then turning into a, a traumatic situation in regards to becoming deaf? Um, I think it was like, I think I was just so confused. Like, I was just like, what is happening? And I was seeing so many different people. That would makes me so more confused because I was seeing different professionals. Like I was seeing a speech therapist, I was seeing an audiologist, and I went to a next audiologist. And then I went to the back to the hospital. And then I had to go to my family doctor all over again. And then from me receiving the, the hearing aid, I looked so like I was so confused. I was very emotional because I couldn't hear for three days. I had a four year old, like I can't hear. You know, and my family would do things to cheer me up, like, for example, bringing me to Morton. Uh, so it's like another coffee shop in Canada, right. um, like a donut. So they would bring me donuts to cheer me up. So, yeah. And um, so what, so was anything, was, was the daycare, was anything done to the daycare? Uh, did you find out who was the exact person that didn't follow the instructions for the medicine? Was anything was any um, action brought onto the daycare? Because I mean, if a child is uh, having medicine, they have to go by the instructions, obviously. And that was the cause of them on how you losing your hearing because they didn't follow instructions. Um, my family, I don't even know if they should use the daycare because to this day, it's very emotional to talk about it. And my mm -hmm. grandma passed away three years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm so she would have a lot. My mom was a young mom. So mm -hmm. she had her plate, like going to finish in college and getting her placement done. So my mom would be really, like my, my grandma didn't, didn't want my mom to like, be like, she wanted my mom to finish school. Right. So, um, okay. yeah, I don't know about school implying. Like, I never really asked them, but they, I, even when I talk to them about it, they don't want to talk. Yeah, it's I think it's they don't I think it's hurtful, you know, they what happened to you and, you know, you just never know what they have themselves like have some trauma behind that, too, because they're like, you know, maybe there's blame there. You never know. Right. So that could be something that that's the reason why they don't want to talk about it. But like I said, we, we will never know, you know, but it's 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 been hard on them and it's hard on you. But you have overcome so much. That's a good thing. That's the <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely a good thing that you have overcame. Um, it's possible, you know, with your parents, they feel like they are to blame because they did pick the daycare and, you know, being a parent, you're responsible for the care of your child. Mm -hmm. And um, they may get harder on their self than, than you are because you're doing phenomenal. You went to school, you still got your degree, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting a job soon in psychology and you have one-on-one -on -one coaching and you're empowering others and letting them know how 
your life is, uh, even though you've had this traumatic situation as a, at a young child, you're still able to overcome those uh, circumstances and move on in your life. So let's go into your world. Can you typically tell us how um, your day is day to day? You are, you know, from Canada. So thanks for coming on to Uncommon <laughs> as we are in the U.S. Uh, but can you share a little bit about your, your typical day? Um, sure. My typical day is very busy. Um, I do have a job that is overnight. I'm a warehouse worker. Um, so I work overnight and I am in school. So I am doing a certificate program in mental health and addiction. So I have school from, so I have overnight job at like 3.30 a.m., 3.30 a.m. until 7 a.m. And then I have class at 12 p.m. until 7 p.m. Wow. And between the, between the break, I would do a podcast. I would check out my emails with my managers, make sure everything is done. Oh God! And then um, when I'm done all my school with at seven, I have my dinner. And while I'm doing my dinner, I do all my meetings with my uh, manager, trying to make sure everything's in place, like in terms of my book and my project and um, clients. If I have clients to see and talk to, put them on my schedule. Um, you know, I just literally tell my boss, my overnight, just to say, hey, I can't come in this day book me off, I'm not coming. So <laughs> overnight job is really flexible, thank goodness. Um, so I'm able to still do things that I'm doing right now and um, because now I'm doing a book. So now having to focus on my book, so I make sure that I have, yeah, I'm sorry, my schedule is all over the place. People are like, how do you sleep? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how do you sleep? Like, it's just crazy and I said, honestly, if you think about your why every day consistent and why you're doing it, you're always going to be more motivated every day to get things done. Mm, okay. I agree. Are we cutting into your sleep now? Do you have to work tonight? No, you're not. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it short. <laughs> so do people typically underestimate the your capability of completing certain tasks or achieving things? Um. Oh, yeah. Oh, all the time. Um, you know, like, I know, I remember I was working at a grocery store, I actually quit that job. Mm -hmm. um, because of COVID, the MAC situation, you know, being a deaf person is really hard on COVID because of the MAC. So a lot of deaf people rely heavily on lips to have communication. Mm -hmm. And so one of my boss just literally, like, shout my name across the store. And you know I'm deaf. So why would you call my name a class? Oh my goodness. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of coming to me and oh my god, it was just ridiculous. And she was so disrespectful when I told her get disrespectful. Like she the thing is if you know someone your employees or your workers is deaf, why don't you talk to other workers and say, Hey, like by the way, like clean stuff, we need right. to push her correctly. No. A lot of the staff members have to find them themselves. And they were asking me, like, hey, like, I called you across the street. Like, and I'm just like, I'm deaf. I can't hear you. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, did the boss never told you guys? Like, then it's just kind of weird. Because it's like, how are you having a disabled person, disabled person that work and you can't do anything? But anyway, I ended up quitting that job because the boss was not acceptable. She knew what she was doing. Like, the boss, she didn't even have the courage to come and talk to me about it. Like, hey, like, I noticed that you cannot interact well with customers or you know, like, I'm just curious to know, like, how can we make this workplace environment better for you? She did not bother doing that. So I ended up quitting, oh. and um, she didn't even, even give me the space of 
of doing the job. And wow. so, yeah, so that was my first story. And my second story was actually high school. High school, I think we all hate high school. Yeah. I hate high school. Oh my God. My guiding counselor, she thought I was not capable of going to post secondary. She literally did not know. My grade was not it for post secondary. Okay. I had a letter from all the university applied to saying, oh, your grades are not in. What are you talking about my grades are not in? So I called my guiding I actually went to the school the next day. I didn't call. I didn't bother. I was like, I'm going to show up. I'm like, um, where's my grades? So I showed up, and I'm like, where's my grades? And um, she's like, oh, your grades? What are you talking about? Like, she didn't even look surprised. That's what the, the funny part. And I said, um, I have two last names. You forget? Like, and she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot you have two last names. I've been in the high school for four years and you forgot I have two last names. And she didn't even put my grade in. Yeah, she did not put my grade in at all. So I couldn't even get into Oak Day the right time. I would hold back for next, next semester. Oh, wow. For somebody else's fault. Yeah. Wow. So she thought I was not able to attend to Oak Tank Day. She made assumptions. Yeah. yeah. She made assumptions and then about your disability as well. That's just so wrong. Yeah. 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 Was there ever a moment in your life that, is there ever over a moment in your life how things turned out that when you felt that if you were still able to hear? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Sometimes I do have like doubts on myself sometimes, but it's it's not it's not like a like a feel sorry for myself type of thing. It's kind of like like yeah, like oh, why do I have to be so hard? That's mm -hmm. Can you um walk us through any challenges that you may face? Um, the challenges I may face honestly is more of interacting with people, and and you know how some people are really to accommodate you, but they kind of get tired of accommodating you like oh my god I have to consistently so mm -hmm. you don't bother talking to other people so that's where like that's where people realize a lot of deaf people are not out there as often because they feel like we're giving you guys an extra package that's what it mm -hmm. is to help us and so that is something that I do have to like accept and um you know I have to keep in mind that not everybody's the same you know, a lot of people need to keep open-minded and not doing the thing. So, so to reiterate, you feel like sometimes you may be on a burden on someone else helping you. Yeah, hundred percent. Hmm. That's sad because I feel like there there is a lot of good people in the world, but I feel like some people are just very selfish within their self. I don't mm -hmm. believe it has anything to do with um, your disability. I think people are just sometimes all about their self, no matter what the case may be. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. As someone that has worked with people that, had, that has disabilities, I've seen it a lot often where they face a lot of challenges. And I am one to quick, like, that's unacceptable because at the end of the day, that could be you. That could be you yourself, your child, your mother, your father they can have disabilities and obviously it's going to be, it's going to 
make it a little bit harder because of the disability. So you have to make accommodations, whether we want it or not, people are going to be different. And a lot of people don't see that because they don't want different. Well, there's different. It's just how we humans are. Not everyone is the same as well as your disability. We have to make those special accommodations. And like Shanara said, it's more about themselves. And, and I can totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, people don't realize that you didn't ask. You didn't ask mm -hmm. for it. It's it's no. out of your cap it's out of your control. It's out of your capability. And you know, you shouldn't be judged on based of based off of something that is out of your control. So um screw them. You don't need them. Yeah. I'll bring people in your life that you'll need to be able to prosper and mm -hmm. you know get you where you need to be. And if I was in yeah. Canada, I helped you out, girl. I'll help you out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, believe me, I would have been, I would have been like, that's unacceptable. Believe me. Wow. I'm, I'm a big advocate when it comes to people being, you know, treating others differently because of their disability. And I've seen it too often and I've seen it and I have a loud mouth. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no one in this world perfect and you shouldn't treat other people. You want to be treated the way you want to be treated. Am I saying, I'm not, I think I'm saying that right, but you know what you I mean? The way you want to be treated. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> not right. So, what is um, Oh, go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> so what is the best way uh, to communicate with someone that's deaf? Do you guys typically speak, do you speak sign language? Um, I know that you have hearing aids and are, or do you typically read lips? Is it easier for you to read lips, especially if someone like talks fast? How, how do you guys communicate? <laughs> um, so uh, I, I used to do uh, sign language, but not when I was in the deaf school, but unfortunately, no one in my family do it. Okay. So my family kind of wanted me to stop doing sign language, just the personal opinion. Um, they just wanted me to be independent when I get older, instead of relying on sign language, because they know that by the time I get older, sign language won't be available. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, second, I do rely heavily on lip reading, so I love I do lip read a lot, 24-7, and mm -hmm. I do rely a lot on closed captions. Um, and if someone talking fast, that's a very good question. Because I am Jamaican and have Jamaican. So <laughs> I talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Like even like my Jamaican family, my side, they will like literally talk English. Like they cannot be Jamaican to me. Like you cannot. Like I won't hear understand what you're saying. I might hear like one or two words in a sentence and that's it. And I'm like, sorry, that's the English. <laughs> So, yeah, so, and especially if someone have an accent, I always tell people to talk really slow for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. okay. So, with your disability, what is the best thing that, what is the best thing about being deaf? The best thing about being deaf is turn off my hair neck. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> really, like, if I, I remember one time, I think it was, I think I was younger, I think high school, my mom would yell at me to turn it off. I'm like, oh, I, I just yelled at you. I'm like, oh, God, but she didn't know. But then, I think a few hours later, she came from my room. She's like, did you shut off your hand or not, John? <laughs> I had a, like, 
she got hip to it then. If she feels, she got hip to it. She must come in there yelling all the time. You're like, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always, I'm be like, oops, sorry, my hair is battery dying. I always make up something. <laughs> That's the one bad thing about being down. So. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, do you um do you typically like listening to music? What type of music do you like listening to? You see that again? Do you typically like listening to music? And if so, what type of music do you like listening to? Oh, I love listening to music. I'm from the island. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> do you like reggae? I'm guessing reggae. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I love uh, Spanish music, of course. Um, I but mainly I would say reggae is the number one for me. Mm, cool, cool. <laughs> um, do you wish others would understand about your um your experience? You know what you went through. Oh yeah, I would love people to understand better in terms of letting them know all that. You like you mentioned, Danny, and earlier. You just never know who's gonna have disabilities in your mm -hmm. family, gonna impact you. So I would tell. I always like encourage people, like, like you just never know. You're like, you're literally like one percent step away from being disabled. And I tell people, mm -hmm. you gotta be careful because nowadays all these crash and it's plane crash. Mm -hmm. It happens like this. You just don't know. So that's why yeah. people know that, like. Hey, like, be careful how you treat people. Yep, it's true. That's true. It's true. I definitely agree with that. Yep, it's true. You never know. And if it doesn't happen with you, it may skip generations. Yep. You know? Yeah. I yeah. definitely agree. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, uh, I do. My younger sister who are me. Oh, okay. So what is your relationship like with your sibling? My sister, oh gosh. So, <laughs> I was, you know, getting her, getting, getting on your <laughs> They're pretty close. They're pretty close. I bring my sister everywhere with me um, just because of communication barrier. Um, I feel bad sometimes because, like, it's a lot of pressure on my sister, but my sister is kind of used to it because I always had her with me, like, since she was a baby. So she's kind of used to it. I even spoke to the other day about it. I'm like, hey, do you feel annoyed when you have to come with me everywhere? You're like, no. That I'm bored. Take me outside. <laughs> she enjoys it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if you could, um, if you could name one person that inspires you or who your inspiration is within your within the, within your community or your life, who would it be and why? I'd be my grandma. Um, just because I give her so much respect and so much power because she came to Canada. And she was 17 without family, without anybody. She came by herself. Uh, she came from St. Lucia. And um, she really took over a lot for my mom. You now she did raise me. And um, she was the one that taught me how to build my confidence, clean that. And um, she would literally go to school like my dear. And she would do anything to protect me. Um, and she's very like she doesn't lying. Like I don't know how she does it. Like I say, Grandma, how do you how do you be like this? And she always always gives me some realistic advice. Like she would mm. never sugarcoat. Mm. Even about my being deaf, she would never like. You know how some people would sugarcoat you sometimes because they feel bad. Uh -huh. like, 
not that person. Like she would tell you straight up, and I'm like, she kept oh. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like she, and then like she said something to me, and I, I think I was having a bad day. I think it was about the high school with my dad and and my dad would just laugh. And I'm like, why are you laughing? And she's like, because you have the power. When someone took advantage of you like that, it means you have the power. And you have to fight back because you already have the power. Because mm. they doubt you, but because you, like, you can do it. If someone doubt you, it means you can do it. Just like the haters on social media. Same mm. thing. So my grandma was someone that, you know, I wish I could still talk to her today. Um, calls my phone every day. <laughs> but yeah. Shout out to Grams, man. Yes. <laughs> I bet she's a good cook too, right? Oh yeah. I'm so proud by her. Because of her. So Kalina, with how society is in the dating world, how's your dating life? How is it? trying to date men and knowing that your death, uh, have you come around any men that's tried to uh, do any sign language or just, you know, when you, or how do they feel when you explain to them that you are death? Cause I know it's hard. It's already hard dating enough in the world with a single women as it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so coming from somebody that, you know, that is death, how, how is your dating life? That's a really good question. A lot of people ask me this question. Um, mm-hmm. Dating life is so difficult. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. That's how I talk about people. People always ask me, how do I build a content? And I, I realized this one thing my grandma said. Someone, have to, someone out there is going to love you for who you are, even if you're deaf mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, I agree. I always think that by to the state. I always do. And so I think I went on a date. Probably, I don't remember. This one date I went on. This guy knew our death. I don't know how he knew. I really don't know. I think because my hip was like fit. I don't know. He <laughs> asked me straight up and he said, How did you become deaf? And I'm like, How do you know I'm a deaf? I didn't even tell you. <laughs> and then he was like, Oh, because I can see from the ears. And then, and then I was like, Oh. So for me personally, I do not tell people when I'm deaf if I have to. So, mm. for example, if the if we go to a restaurant, you know, a lot of people go on the first day to a restaurant. I hate going to restaurants when I tell mm. everybody. I, it's too loud. I can't hear you properly. I cannot. Okay. And, um, usually what I do is I see if the person can handle the package. Mm. I, what I mean by that is I go two or three dates with the guy. And then I told them openly, like, hey, like, I'm deaf, by the way. I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I guess now that I'm 24 years old, I'm getting a, a lot better of being confident saying, hey, like, I'm deaf. Um, but yeah, I can't hear you. And a lot of time I know a lot of people keep sending voice notes nowadays, and it's so annoying. So I have to tell them, I'm like, I am deaf. I can't <laughs> So a lot of time they do that. So I just have to, like, tell them right on the back, like, hey, I'm deaf. No. Don't be sending me voice I'm like, oh my bad, I'm so sorry. No. Um, I do did I did in the past guys which told me like I'm sorry, like you're such a beautiful girl, but I can't because they know it's it's a lot, right? 
And I don't let that affect me finding my, my future man. No. I always tell people, don't let that one guy affect you. I'm telling you guys, there's so many fishes in the ocean. There's five million people in the world that you can go out there. You can even have and find a nice guy. Like, what? So, <laughs> tell people, um, you know, just don't be afraid. Like, yes, one guy can shut you down, but it doesn't mean that, you know. And for me, being a deaf person, it is hard, but it doesn't mean that there's someone out there that don't care that that. You know, and my boyfriend actually was a very interesting relationship because he's Spanish and he's new to Canada. He speaks <laughs> Spanish, a little English. <laughs> oh man, my <laughs> communication was so unique and crazy. Like people think I can't communicate. I mean, we literally, I learned a couple of Spanish. We learned a couple of things how to like, you know, and it was really cool. And I realized that if someone really loves you, they will find a way to communicate with you. Yes, very true. Mm-hmm. And then a lot, especially like 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like 90 Day Fiance, and I tell people, it's just like that episode. Literally, it's just like that. Oh, you my God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, yes, they might be hard for me, but, you know, for me personally, if I have to tell someone I'm deaf, it really depends on the situation. I want to depend on how many dates I'm going on with this guy. Um, but a lot of people already can tell them deaf based on my Instagram. So a lot of them see and they're like, okay, no, she's deaf. I can't do it. I'm like, okay, bye. I don't care. Another man out there for me. Bye. You know? <laughs> no, that's their loss. <laughs> it is. It is. Because mm-hmm. you got beauty and brains. And just because of your situation, that shouldn't determine what you're capable of doing. So that's their loss. Mm-hmm. Sure oh. is. Sure is. The good Lord will send you a a good man that is accepting and he's going to love you the way you are. I agree. So can you share or give advice on one thing um, to everyone that's listening? If you had to give any advice. Oh, okay. Bye. There we go. I always, my advice for everybody that's listening, especially if you're a woman, because this is a woman's platform, I just wanted to say that you don't be afraid to speak up. You know, I know a lot of us feel, um, I wouldn't say guilt, but kind of like, oh my God, oh my God. No, I want everybody to know, like, your voice is very important. Always use your voice, no matter what the scenario it is, even if in an awkward situation or if it's speak up. And you just never know because it could happen to the next person. You just don't know. And that thing may not happen right away. Like if you report to the police about something, it didn't happen right. At least you told and did your part. Mm-hmm. So that way they have in the record for the future, you know. And I will tell people too is that don't, don't be afraid in terms of who the audience is. Who cares what the audience is? Who cares? At the end of the day, it's your life and your decision. You do have to live your life the way you want to do it. Doesn't matter what in the future, what who, mm-mm, mm-mm. if I can do it, you can do it. So, so. Mm, I, I love you. Queen boss. She's definitely a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Can you share um, a little bit about your uh, business and your coaching that you do uh, your one-on-one coaching with? 
Yeah, definitely. My one-on-one coaching is very unique, something special. I focus on positive psychology, not negative psychology. Um, so what I mean by that, I focus on your goals for the future because I know it's a lot of time, you know, yes, it's important to um, overcome your trauma, but at the same time, people don't realize that it's affecting you from moving forward sometimes when you too focus on your trauma. And so for me, I really focus on your now, your future. How can we build your goal? How can we improve yourself for the future? And um, I do also have couples because myself, who's a deaf person, I know what it's like to be dating someone that is deaf or has any other disability. It's a challenger. You know, I kind of wish that when I was growing up, I had someone to speak to that looks like myself and who can guide me through it. So I do that and I do family as well. It's very important to learn how to communicate. And um, because my mom was growing up with very low resources for, for myself. So that is a little bit of coaching. I have, and that's what I do. And um, I do have a book coming out. So it's about me being deaf in the hearing community. It's called Every Day I Am Just Deaf. Mm. You're so powerful. You're so small, but you got so much stuff going on. And yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just love your energy and how positive you are and how you just, you just keep going despite the challenges and just life period. And I just, and it, I just love it. I just, I, I just see, I see you just, I, I could tell if you walk in the room, you just brighten it. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, we have this other question. I have a question for you. It's a special question. And I, I love how anyone um, just says, How, who says how they feel about themselves or what they think? What makes you uncommon? Um, I'm a person that, oh, I'm very outspoken. Makes me uncommon. A lot of times, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> my facial expression is my number one, I would say. I'm very uncommon. My facial expression, I guess, because it's really on the deaf community. We do rely heavily on facial expression when mm. we're someone. So that's just making me uncommon a lot of time. And a lot of people uh, are so used to straight face where I'm not. Like you mm -hmm. can tell my facial expression. Mm, okay, I like well, that. I see your facial expression might get you in trouble before you speak, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, girl. I got you. <laughs> Let's check and see if we have uh, any comments from our viewers before we close up. Okay. Uh, no questions, just just some positive feedback. People saying hello. We have uh, our other friend from Canada reaching out, uh, Love More. That one. Hi, Love More. So hi, love more. And then we have the amazing Marcus coming out, uh, just showing us some love. So thank you viewers for always um, supporting Uncommon Women. Go ahead, Jenny. Um, before we close, thank you, Kalina. And thank you for our followers and viewers. Hopefully, you know, you can get understanding um, from where she's coming from um, as being a deaf person. And hopefully if you do run into someone that is deaf, that you'll understand where they're coming from and understand, don't make them feel that 
they're an invalid person because they have a disability. Just understand that they're still just like me and you. They just have a disability that they just face certain challenges and just be kind to them. Not only that, be kind to one another. So anyways, um, everyone make sure that you check out our apparel at www.uncommonwomen.net. Also make sure that you go and check out our YouTube page. Make sure you like and share and subscribe um, at Uncommon Women Podcast, as well as um, I want to talk about our Instagram. Um, as, as next month, I will be having someone coming on Instagram Live um, speaking on autism um, April 12th at 7 p.m. Easter. Make sure you come join me um, Instagram Live again um, on Common Three Women. And I am looking for someone for um, away awareness. Uh, look at the awareness is lupus and mental health. And you can either uh, DM me directly or email me at uncommon3women at gmail.com. And thank you, everyone, and for this evening. And stay uncommon. Bye. Bye.